Welcome to The Faithful Podcast. I'm Keely Scott, and we are so glad that you are here. As we get ready for this week's release of the new live recording of Faithful's Go and Speak album, we're sharing some unreleased conversations captured during that week's recording sessions. In this episode, we get to sit with Leslie Jordan and Sarah McIntosh, who have a unique perspective on the writing of the songs on the album and the writing of the first Faithful book. They are a part of a writing workshop called The Fold, where they lead retreats for writers to create quickly around a series of prompts and then share those prompts with their fellow writers in a really affirming and beautiful way. Many versions of these workshops have kicked off every faithful writing camp, and they're directly responsible for some of the most beautiful writing in the book and album. Let's pull up a chair with Leslie and Sarah as they tell us more about the workshops and how they've chosen to lead this amazing group of creative women. We'll hear too how writing and community go hand in hand, why writing in response to a prompt is so helpful, and why you, yes you, have more than enough to offer. Let's listen. Hey, I'm Leslie Jordan. And I am Sarah McIntosh. And we are going to talk to you about what the heck we are doing <laughs> as part of this project. I um, actually just received this book today, mm. and I'm a little bit like tender-hearted. So if I get weepy, I apologize because it it matters a lot to me. Um, because I have a chapter in this book that kind of details um, part of my role here at um, the Faithful Project, and um, part of that role was. Are doing these workshops for the women that are part of the project, leading them in writing workshops, which you envisioned these writing workshops as part of the fold, which is your company. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so it's fun to like look at this. We were laughing about it. It feels like a yearbook for us because <laughs> it, this has been, I mean, so many years in the making, like mm-hmm. Keely's vision and, um, and then the first few retreats mm-hmm. and now, you know, then recording and now sitting here and looking at this. And so, um, it is really overwhelming. And then for me reading your reflections chapter and, and the acknowledgement of, uh, the part that our organization plays in this whole project is really overwhelming for me as well. So, um, so it, about three years ago, I started an organization in Nashville called the fold and, uh, our, our, our mission is to serve songwriters, uh, helping them find their original voice uh, to get connected to one another and to themselves. And uh, somewhere along the way, as artists, as writers, uh, we have a tendency to forget that we have something unique to us uh, to give. And um, specifically in Nashville, there is a tendency to shift our voice to sound like what we think we're supposed to sound like or to to write like what we think we're supposed to write or uh, to bend to someone else's uh, desire expectations for us. And and so we exist as as an organization to to kind of say there's more to you Mm -hmm. um, maybe than than you're even allowing yourself to experience. And so uh, Keely and Andrew and David uh, invited us as an organization into this project and said, can you take what you do? in your workshops with the fold, um, and, and, and help us kind of launch, uh, these songwriting retreats. And so you're one of our certified workshop leaders in this method called Amherst writers and artists method, AWA method. And, uh, it's a pretty fascinating creative writing tool. Mm -hmm. Um, but even more than that, it feels like this 
almost like an incubator for community, mm-hmm. uh, for belonging, mm-hmm. for safety. And, and a lot of the, the practices really deal with um, keeping our original work safe. Mm-hmm. So we share brand new writing. We share, you know, like pieces that we've just written together in this mm-hmm. community, in this context. And and then you're only allowed to say back to the writer what's strong and what stays with you. It's my favorite part. It's the I best part. So. We've all grown up. Not in, having people say that to yeah, me, yeah, but yeah. me getting to say that yeah, to others. That, right. Be, <laughs> it's both sides, right? Like uh-huh. it's the it's the shift of uh, being listened to mm-hmm. and then being able to listen mm-hmm. for what's strong. And I, I think, you know, the, the gift that it's been for me is that it's, it's given me not only that confidence in my own voice as a songwriter, as a writer, even as a mother or mm-hmm. wife, a friend, um, but it's taught me how to listen for what's strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not constantly listening for what's not good or what needs work. I'm I, I'm coming at it in a new way, and I, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your experience leading these mm-hmm. workshops because you were at all three of mm-hmm. them, and 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 it was really the opening piece to the whole Faithful mm-hmm. project. And you'll hear a lot of the the artists and writers talk about that being a really key moment for them. What was that like? You know, it's funny because I was thinking about that first day and I actually went back and I looked at what I was prepared for. And um, I had so much prepared. I had multiple prompts. Uh, Keely had sent me, um, you know, the schedule. And we knew obviously that it was flexible. There was going to be flexibility and they were going to shift it as they needed to. But you know, I was prepared for a certain amount of time, and um, it was a normal amount of time that we normally do our workshops. Yeah. But something happened. I think I had two with a third prompt ready for that first session, and we did one prompt. <laughs> and it was such a, I don't know, it had such an impact that it lasted so long. They went out and brought lunch into us <laughs> and said, just keep going, just keep going. It's wow. okay. Do what you need to do. And then we went straight out of that first prompt. And I remember Ann Voskamp and Ellie and I went straight into the other room mm-hmm. and we started writing um, a woman. Wow. And what's cool is people won't know this necessarily, it, um, but the pieces that we wrote in that first workshop, they are all in a woman. Mm-hmm. Bits of them, lines, thoughts, whatever. Um, so it's really, it was really awesome to see it go from such a wonderful way, um, from that just, we got to write, I love how you call them, you didn't say it earlier, but I've heard you before call them wildflowers. They're unedited, unedited. Um, oftentimes we've just written them in like seven minutes. You got seven minutes, here's a prompt, whatever. And then they spring up. And a lot of people that are writers, songwriters, we get so used to criti- uh, criticizing and editing our stuff as we're doing it. Yeah. One of the things that's so um, wonderful about this process is there is no space yeah. to edit. And sometimes the first time Amy said the other night, uh, sometimes when you're reading it back, that's the first time you're seeing what yeah. you've written oh, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that I can say I'm into that so many times I've been reading it back and going oh my gosh yeah did I just write that and I get a lump in my throat or excitement in my hands but um I think that that was uh one of the things that was so wonderful is to be able to have that freedom to say anything yeah and um and then to have the response of the room as people listened to that like I had to do nothing yeah there was so many women that are like we didn't have to prepare or do anything. And 
I mean, a room full of amazing writings yeah. were written and to go around the room and hear them all and for all of the women to go, oh my gosh, there is abundance here that we would have, if anybody had been asked, are you prepared? Do you have, yeah. you know, stuff that you need to be able to write these songs? People might have said, I don't know. I mean, it'll, right. but let's see how it goes. But this particular way that you've envisioned um, the fold and the way that it works and the heart behind like how you've shaped it. Um, I was able to walk into that room that first uh, morning and show the women really quickly, you have more yeah. than enough than yeah. you need yeah. um, for this, uh, even just as given evidence by their wildflowers, those bits that just sprung up in the seven minutes and you didn't even do anything. Yeah. You yeah. know, but it is like the magical part where you're just, you're kind of a part of something. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I experienced the the AWA method, and and this method really exists more in a literary context. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know that it's been carried into this music world before, and I think that's why it was so intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Is because the creator of this method, her name uh, was Pat Schneider. Um, I sat in her living room and experienced this writing method for the first time with her, mm-hmm. and um, and immediately. I I felt like I had uncovered something that I had that had been hidden for a long mm-hmm. time, and and part of that, and like I mentioned earlier, the safety of it is it could have been uh, anything that the prompt the prompt could oh, have yes. been a bag of potato chips, mm-hmm. and I would have written something that that I needed to say, mm-hmm. and and what I love too is that there is a confidentiality piece to the writing, mm-hmm. so safety is so important to that. Uh, that I know a lot of times in in the songwriting context, it is such a vulnerable place where mm-hmm. you're, you know, kind of trying to like uh, share an idea or feel connected to the person. Maybe you've just met them for the first time. I know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of the women that are a part of this project. We've all probably been around each other, but this mm-hmm. was the first time we'd all been together in a space. Um, I even said earlier, I was like, I'm singing a song with Christy Knuckles. Like, <laughs> like 18-year-old me is losing her mind. I'm like, who am I? Like 36-year-old me is losing her mind. Like the the, colla- the collection of women, there was this admiration. And I think that creating that foundation with safety and confidentiality mm-hmm. and anything that you share here won't be shared anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. yours. And, and when you share it, if you choose to share it, we're going to say back to you what's strong. It it just sets set such a beautiful tone for mm-hmm. for the rest of this work together. Mm-hmm. And and it is beautiful to, to then go into a, a songwriting session and trust mm-hmm. to say like, well, I did I did write this piece because that's another thing we talk about in our organization is. You know, if you write something in workshop, it's it's not to the the assumption is that it's going to be turned into a song or that mm-hmm. it should be turned into mm-hmm. a song. But if you if you've written something that you feel led to 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 bring into a writing session, um, you have, like you said, an abundance of mm-hmm. content. Our whole lives are mm-hmm. content and story and metaphor mm-hmm. and all of those things exist within us. And and this is just a way of kind of like prying the door open a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's such an easy, yeah, easy way. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's pretty profound. And, and the, and the vision like to, to go back three or four years after my first time experiencing it and then wanting to see it 
come to life in Nashville, come to life in a community mm -hmm. of artists, and then now looking at the whole project and going, like, I know. We, we as a little organization get to be a part of this mm -hmm. this whole thing and and uh, and your leadership in that. I mean, gosh, just getting to, I think, going through the training, leading workshops, leading the organization, um, there's a lot of that like in the details work that I'm a part of now. And mm -hmm. so when I get to just sit and write and be led, and I just remember feeling so cared for, so seen, so loved, and and how you how you led those was was profound and it and it's more than just just scattering the mm. the idea there is a there is a heart and a spirit that you carry with you that allowed the collection of women to mm. trust uh, you and to trust the process and mm. and to then in turn trust themselves and then trust, trust each other um, and I think that's part of what why the work is so beautiful mm. and why we're crying looking at the book <laughs> like looking at the pictures and seeing each other and. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing too. I mean, in my chapter, I do discuss what my role is, yeah. why I am in this role, all the different things, you know, that um, kind of led me into being able to fulfill this role. But also I wanted to make space for anybody who ends up getting this book yeah. for them to be able to participate with us in, um, and so even like that is that was such a big deal to me to be able to make that space mm -hmm. for um, anybody who's hearing the albums, who's reading the books or anything, because I'm just I don't like things to just be mine or to be held and only yeah. be my own. I love yeah. to bring people in and I'm I'm just like, yes, we can do this together. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's do it together. And so um that's another one of my favorite parts. It's just getting to um, to know whoever's holding these books later. Yeah. I mean, they get to join not just with my own chapter either. Like I wrote in a way these there's prompts in here, and um, they're a way to draw everybody into the album and the every other chapter. Yeah. Um, because I think that's one of the things that's so special about this project is you can't just take one bit. Right. They all. Um, they're all intertwined and they serve each other yeah. really well. I mean, you can just take one bit, yeah. but it, there's there's abundance outside of the one bit. Can you talk a little bit more about that interactive piece at the end? So if, you know, as people mm -hmm. are watching this and, and hearing us talk about mm -hmm. that, what does that interactive, that reflection piece look like for them? So they're looking at that, read this, hear that, mm -hmm. write this. What What is that experience going to be like for them? Well, I want to say... And I do mention this in the chapter is one of the things is at the very beginning of the um, the retreats we were uh, I think it was Andrew actually he before he prayed over us one day and then just set us loose um, he brought up again uh, in First John where the writers like we're gonna tell you everything we have seen and heard and uh, felt. I think it even says touched with our own hands, seen with our own eyes. Um, and it doesn't say so that you can um, get saved. It doesn't yeah. say so that you can write it down or memorize what we tell you. The writer says we do it so that it, it will complete your joy. So <laughs> you can join in our joy and, you know, your joy will complete our joy. And so um, that whole idea of women getting together and writing these songs and writing these chapters and um, the different workshop pieces. And we are saying, I have seen, yeah. 
I have heard, I have felt the same thing that that writer in First John is saying. And so I talk about that, and then um, I ended up setting it out where there is uh, different sections for each one of those things. So section one is um, a section called We Have Heard, and day one is you listen to the song, The Detour. There's a, a bit of the lyric here. And then you spend 15 minutes writing using the prompt, I have heard. Mm. And then day two, um, it's a different song, uh, Rahab's Lullaby, a bit of the song. And then spend 10 minutes saying, I hear. And so changing that tense. And then the last one is, I want to hear. And there's just something. I mean, I I did these myself to yeah. go, does this work? Yeah. <laughs> and um. And I'm telling you, I couldn't wait to write on mm. these things. And I actually found myself thinking, these are things that I could return to probably every month. Yeah. And wouldn't be a bad thing to return to every month. So that I have documentation for myself going, what have I heard? Yeah. What do I hear now? And what do I long to yeah. hear? And so that's that's the first one. The next one is we have seen. Mm. Um, the next one is we have felt. And the last one is we will speak. Mm. And and, it, and each one is laid out. I have said, I say, I will say. And um, yeah, I mean, I I look forward to, I hope, at some point, people saying, you know, even being willing to share if yeah. they wanted to. Um, about their experience with that yeah. because they, their joy will complete my joy. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm thankful for your, your desire to gather in mm -hmm. and to share that, um, with anyone who reads this, because I, I think it is such a, such a perfect way to mm -hmm. end this book. Mm -hmm. And the project is to say, Hey, we get to experience this together mm -hmm. and now we want you to experience it too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so it's a, immersive experience from start to finish mm -hmm. and, um, for sure thanks for inviting us into that mm -hmm. i'm so happy to yeah thanks for dreaming it up <laughs> hey <laughs> a lot of times we're just chasing the whispers right mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. it's fun when we can you know i i, I think hearing keely and dave mm -hmm. early on say we they heard a whisper right mm -hmm. keely heard a whisper of like this is something i want to see happen mm -hmm. and and now we get to sit and and uh, enjoy the fruit mm -hmm. of that. So absolutely, it's pretty magical. Mm -hmm.